Hi, and welcome to Calm Cash. I'm your host, Ben Jackson. No one likes to be disappointed. It means our hopes, goals, or expectations didn't quite work out. And it can cause us prolonged discouragement, self-doubt, and even depression over time if our feelings of disappointment aren't managed. But disappointment can also be an incredibly powerful emotion that can help us clarify our personal expectations and pave the path toward the attainment of our goals and help us grow personally and professionally. Today, let's talk about disappointment and how we can achieve growth and more self-awareness by overcoming it. Expectation is the root of all heartache. People attribute this quote to Shakespeare, but it turns out he never actually said it. Whoever uttered or wrote these words likely knew from experience that when our hopes and expectations fall short of reality, we can face disappointment. While we all experience disappointment to some extent, it's especially relevant for me and my loved ones this past week. One of the most important people in my life had things not go their way this week and experienced extreme disappointment. Now, fortunately, this wasn't a life or death kind of bad news, like so many people have experienced or dealt with this past year, but it was a setback from a career perspective, and it really hurt. Not only did the disappointment of the bad news sting, but it cast doubt and created confusion on broader questions about their career, what they want to do professionally, and where they should focus next. It was so hard to watch them go through this, and in many ways, the emotions and uncertainty are far from over. Of course, there are ways we can try to minimize disappointment. We can shoot to be an underachiever and set the bar so low and avoid taking risks to prevent ourselves from ever being disappointed. And unfortunately, there are people in the world that take this approach. It's a form of self-preservation that usually stems from their developmental history That includes relationships with parents, authority figures, and other early formative experiences that shape this pattern of behavior. But these people that shoot too low typically lead unfulfilled lives. But you're listening to Calm Cash, which means that you're trying to lead your best life and be your best self. And my guess is that the idea of setting the bar low isn't at all how you roll. Because here's the thing. When we strive to improve our lives, both for ourselves as individuals and those around us, we dream, we set goals, sometimes that stretch our own abilities, and we go for it. We go big. And sometimes when we go big, we don't quite get there. We have a setback, we get disappointed, and we have to figure out how to dust ourselves off and keep going again. The silver lining to disappointment is that profound personal growth and greater resilience can come from these setbacks when we effectively cope with it. But also, if we don't manage our disappointment, the lingering feelings can form apathy and even lead to depression if left unmanaged. And one of the 20th century's most prominent figures experienced this, and you probably never knew it. In World War I, Winston Churchill was the first Lord of the Admiralty which was a political position overseeing part of the British military. He came up with a plan to invade Constantinople, which would cause the Ottoman government in Turkey to quit the war 
boosting the Allies' chance for winning quickly. The plan was a disaster. Tens of thousands of soldiers died, and Churchill was disgraced. He was demoted, and for about six months, he fought what he called the Black Dog of Depression because of his humiliation. During his time out of the political and military spotlight, he spent countless hours thinking through what happened and what it taught him about dealing with life's challenges. The event that would be called Churchill's Folly would give him the coping skills and ability to reframe his disappointments as learning experiences in order to handle setbacks in the future and actually turn them into a catalyst for self-improvement and personal growth. Churchill's soul-searching and coping process provided him with new information about himself, the world, and others around him, and he would use this resilience and self-learning to lead Britain through the Second World War and become one of modern history's most important people. During those dark days of depression, Churchill got stuck in a web of his disappointment, and this can happen to all of us. We may go back and forth between blaming ourselves for causing the suboptimal outcome turning our feelings of anger, humiliation, and being ashamed inward on ourselves. And sometimes we direct these emotions outward as well, towards others that didn't fulfill the expectations we placed on them that might have contributed to our disappointment. And if we get stuck in this internal and external loop of emotions, our disappointment can turn into a lingering sadness, or worst case, the black dog of depression, to quote Sir Winston. So we need ways to overcome our disappointment or as friends and loved ones to help others. We need to find ways that we can enable the coping with disappointment and prevent it from spiraling into something more challenging to overcome. After a quick break, let's talk about some strategies for overcoming our disappointment. Negative emotions like disappointment are hard and don't feel good in the moment, but all of our emotions, in a way, are guideposts that alert us to what is happening in our external environment. These emotions can help us gain clarity we need to make more effective choices and decisions, and we can even turn disappointment on its head and use it to our advantage. Here are some steps that help us do that. First, we need to acknowledge and spend time with our true feelings of disappointment. Whether you're going through it personally, or maybe you're watching a loved one go through it, like I was doing earlier this week, our reaction can be to try to make the bad feelings just go away, to even act like they aren't happening or aren't present. When we hide our feelings of disappointment and act like they aren't there, or we try to cover them up too quickly, this can send us into the web I mentioned earlier and prolong our feelings or even make them worse over time. So first, we must be in the moment with the feelings after getting your bad news or learning of the thing that didn't go your way. What exactly are you feeling? Anger? Frustration? Sadness? Humiliation? or Maybe all of these things. But get specific and identify the emotion or multiple emotions you are experiencing. Write them down if you need to. And in this moment of letting your mind and body feel these emotions, let's also clarify why exactly you're feeling disappointed about this situation. 
This can be as easy as asking yourself, why am I feeling disappointed about this? Pinpointing the specific emotion or emotions and the trigger for why you're experiencing them can help you better understand your thoughts and expectations. You may also want to ask yourself, what really happened here or what should have happened? If you're ready to think about the emotions and also some of the why behind how you're finding yourself in this moment. Next, when you've spent time feeling and recognizing the emotions of disappointment, focus on your expectations by taking a closer look at the expectations you had before the event or circumstance took place. Ask yourself, what were my expectations about the circumstance or the situation? What expectations did I have about myself? And what were my expectations of other people during this situation or event? As you think about these questions, you may find that in one or more areas, your expectations weren't quite flexible or realistic enough, especially if other people were involved in the outcome that happened. When it comes to disappointment, your expectations coming into the situation will always determine how you feel after the events have taken place. Thinking critically about the question, do my expectations set me up for disappointment, is important. If you're frequently feeling disappointment, then you have to take a deeper look at your expectations of others and yourself, because unrealistic expectations will actually prevent learning and growth and can cause future disappointments which we know can spiral into more significant feelings. Now that you've analyzed the emotions and expectations, a good exercise is to identify what actions or outcomes were in your control and what factors were beyond our control. Let's do an example. Maybe you interviewed for your dream job and you didn't get it. And that definitely is a disappointing experience. But that situation clearly has things in your control and things that are outside of it. You can control how prepared you are for the interview, how you practice telling your story and painting your vision for the role. You're in control of the skills and experience you bring to the table. But so many things in this example are outside of our control. You can't control who the other candidates are for the job, and you definitely can't control the decision-making, the internal politics, or the timing needs of the hiring manager. The thing with disappointment is many of us quickly turn the feelings inward on ourselves because we assume we didn't do our best or we messed something up along the way. Sometimes this isn't at all the case. In our example about interviewing for a job, you may have been really prepared, nailed the interviews, and done your best, but still not gotten the job. And it stinks, but it does happen. And that isn't anything to do with your personal failures or a situation where you should create self-doubt. So unpacking what you can control and can't, and then assessing the outcomes against those areas can help you find things that you could or should have done differently, but also things that were just outside of your control. And here's where some personal growth can come. Identify the things that you can't control and you let them go. If you didn't ace the things that were under your control, now is a great time to put a plan together or set some goals to strengthen those skills or your execution. And this can help us take back control of the situation, focus on ourselves, and create personal development out of any situation. So that gets me to my last point, take back control. 
You do this by choosing your next action. Do you give up and throw in the towel? Or do you keep going on your path of self-improvement, discovery, and growth? Can you find people, mentors, or experts to help you grow and develop out of this disappointment? Also, you might have just identified some goals or steps to improve on for the next time around when you assessed what was in and outside of your control and how you executed against those. Well, what are you going to do about them? Acting and doing, even in small steps, can help you feel like you're back in control of your situation and can accelerate how you overcome your feelings from disappointment. One final thought. If you're finding yourself stuck in all the emotions from a setback for a prolonged period of time, and I'm talking about multiple days and weeks, you may want to talk to a trusted source or a mental health professional. Even the process of verbalizing your feelings to another person, like a family member or a trusted friend, can help us work through the complex feelings we're experiencing. And if you're starting to feel overwhelmed or you can't motivate yourself to work through these steps of coping with your disappointment, find a professional who can help. This could be through your company's EAP program or by finding a mental health professional online or in your community. But don't let these emotions linger too long and grow into something that could affect you and your relationships over a significantly longer period. But just remember, you've got this, and help is there to see you through your biggest and most significant setbacks. There is self-improvement and learning in every outcome in life whether it went our way or was a big disappointment. Just remember that you are in control. You are in control of your attitude, how you experience your emotions in the moment, and the steps to overcome all the feelings that come with disappointment. Stay safe and tell some friends and family about Calm Cash. We'll talk to you soon.